Welcome to the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio, the podcast for talent acquisition aficionados, HR lovers, and the recruitment connoisseurs out there looking to get inspired and challenge traditional approaches to hiring. Here, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the recruitment process, engaging fresh talent, managing tough internal hiring dilemmas, and of course, the future of talent acquisition. I'm your host, Adri Smith from Recruity. I'll be quizzing the experts, asking the burning questions, and of course, bringing you great guests each episode. By the end of every episode, we'll offer a few hypotheticals and of course, tips to take back to your team and workplace. Once you've established a standardized recruitment process, it can be hard to let go of your masterpiece. But the truth is, recruitment is the art of producing a customized experience for each candidate that is also repeatable at scale. Today, I'm joined by Kai Hitskas from Newcraft, who knows a thing or two about customizing the candidate experience when it comes to hiring trainees and senior employees. Welcome, Kai. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So, first things first, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Newcraft? Sure. I started my recruitment career at Michael Page, um, started an internship in Antwerp in Belgium. After that, I moved back to Groningen, where I'm originally from, and I joined a small but very specific job agency called Prima. Um, Prima focuses on people that work in manual labor, so let's say painters or people in the building industry in general. It was a very interesting time because it's showed me a completely different world than I encountered before at, uh, at Michael Page. Prima asked me, or they were opening a new office here in Amsterdam, and they asked me to move to Amsterdam to, uh, to head up that office. Um, so I joined the Amsterdam team, worked there for a year, and then I came in contact with Newcraft, which was a completely new experience for me as well, um, because it was a little big shift from the building industry to digital marketing and digital transformation. So that leads me to Newcraft. I think that's the best <laughs> bridge ever. Now, um, Newcraft started almost 10, more than 10 years ago. Back then they were called Conversion Company. Five years ago, we had a rebranding towards what we are now, Newcraft. And um, Newcraft helps corporates in the Netherlands with the necessary digital transformation. Um, which means that we feel that strategy, uh, knowledge of digital marketing and optimization through data should be all interconnected. And uh, we help our clients as a partner. So not so much as a normal agency where we take over the work or where we do the campaigns for the clients, but we uh, transfer knowledge to make sure that our clients are capable of running their own uh, digital marketing and that there is a sustainable model of growth so we can build on every step we take with our clients. So I understand that Newcraft is also more than just Newcraft itself. It has a number of subsidiaries, is that right? Well, subsidiaries is a, um, I'm not quite sure in the legal sense of the word if, it, if they are subsidiaries. Okay. Newcraft is an ever-evolving company, which is very cool because it, it plays into what, what is happening in a marketplace. And that means that we add and subtract certain specialities based on what we see is necessary. But we are also a company that relies very heavily on the entrepreneurship of our of people who work for Newcraft. And we encourage them to take on projects at the clients or to, when they see possibilities at the clients to 
create a a new plan or create a new viable business from that opportunity. But that means you get a very specific type of person within your own company because most of the people, I think all of the people we have worked for us have a very do-it-themselves mentality, very entrepreneurial mentality, which leads that if, if people join our company and down the, maybe two, three, four years down the road, they'll want to explore new possibilities for themselves. But in this very tough market, it's very it's a problematic thing to lose knowledge about certain specific subjects. So what we said is why not create a model where people who worked at Newcraft and want to maybe start their own uh, company or work on their own startup can do it within the realm of the Newcraft group. So last year we started with two new startups, two new projects. One is called Unfolder, which is focusing on digitalization of trade marketing. And the other one is Oak, which is a uh, SEO and content focused uh, uh, company. And the SEO and co content uh, company Oak used to be a team of Newcraft. It was one of the specialties we had within our company, but there was so much possibility for the team to grow and to hire a lot of new trainees that we can train within say, SEO and within in writing content. They would say, why not start up a whole new company for this? And we've been doing great so far. So as I understand it, for all of these uh, brands uh, within Newcraft, you hire both trainees and senior professionals. It's a little bit more specific. For Newcraft and for Oak and for all these other uh, independent labels, I'm the sole responsible for, for the hiring, especially when you look at the senior part. We have three tracks of traineeships. So we do a track that, is fo that focuses on marketing automation. And after a half year, people can specialize more towards Google or Salesforce or marketplaces, you know, Amazon and, and, and everything. Um, the other track is data science. And the third track is the SEO and content track. So we used to work in a way that we said, well, the current crop of trainees should find their new, uh, find the new trainees for that, that will be coming after them. But at Oak, we saw that we needed so much more trainees because of the growth of the business that we said we have to be more pro proactive in finding these, these people that just finished school and, and are looking for a way into digital marketing. Mm -hmm. And on the senior side, it is a something that you, what you would you would normally see within I think most companies. As in the corporate recruiter goes out, tries to find the right candidates, but use also uses different platforms to get the message across of who we are and what we're trying to build with you. So there's a clear difference between when you recruit for a trainee and when you recruit for a senior. For you at Newcraft, how do you approach this difference? I think if we look at our trainees, we understand that when they come in, they probably won't have any real knowledge of digital marketing or the technology behind it. What we look for in trainees is much more on a personal base. Like, are they, are they self-starting? Do they understand that they're is a business sense? Do they can they make the connection between the two? 
I think it's much more focused on ambition, on drive, on how mature is a person. Can we see? Because when you start at Newcraft, almost from day one, you'll be working with clients or you'll be working with, with real clients. So this means that we have to be able to send you to a client and you have to be able to represent the company in the right way. So this, this, for us, that's a very important thing that the people we hire, especially when we look at juniors, have a certain base level of personality and skills versus if you look at seniors, you, you're hoping for people that have the right experience and bring a level of seniority to the, to the company and can help the company grow even faster. And, but from day one, they have to be efficient. Whereas the trainees, they're going to go on a, on a wild ride for a year. So it's much more personality focused than when we look at seniors. Does anything in the recruitment process stay the same for both groups? I think in general, it's a tough question. If we look at both processes, I think the thing that we do the same is the way we communicate to the candidate and the information we give them about the company, about the culture, about what we're trying to build, about what, what our idea is, about what our, our vision is. As far as the way it's structured, and that's also very depending on which track, or training track. For example, for data science, for us, it's much more important that people have a certain base level of skills. Uh, whereas SEO and content, we do look at people if they have written a blog or if they have any experience in writing, but it's a completely different level towards the, the data science part. But I think the information we give them, the information about the company, the, the feeling we try to, to pass along is the same. And then it gets differentiates on, on what road they are taking within the process. So going beyond your recruitment, you also offer a bit more of a tailored training experience as well yeah. for both your trainees and also the people who you onboard on a more senior level. Definitely. Can you explain that process a little bit more? Yeah, sure. So being that we are a company that offers knowledge to our clients, you need to make sure that everybody who's working at your company is on top of their game. That's the basis. And what we really like is to have that our colleagues can discuss and, and look for new innovations, new ways of working and, and new projects by talking to each other and to, to look at a problem from a completely different angle. So a digital marketeer and a data scientist are going to look at the same problem, but completely think different about it. So within our onboarding system, we have what we call like the first month. You can almost call it like a, it depends. Of course, for seniors, it's, seniors it's a little bit shorter. For the trainees, it's a month. You have a boot camp. Just get to know all the tooling we use. Just work in it, see what we do. They get training from senior staff members. They get training from senior specialists. That's the starting point. From there on, we make sure that every week there is a calendar of different trainings, of different, different sessions you can attend. Normally, like especially when you look at the trainees, they have to be booked in for most of these, these meetings, but there are always a few spaces open. So if you are a, a, a strategy consultant at Newcraft, but you're interested in what affiliate marketing is, you can attend that and you can just write your name down 
enjoy. Like there's especially that open form of communication and sharing of knowledge. I think that's built through in an in, in entire learning process we have at Newcraft. So do you have a customized experience for all sets of these, not only between trainees and seniors, but do you also have customized between the tracks of trainees? To start off with how we customize our track in, in recruitment in general, I think we try to stay away as much from optimizing anything. We feel that personal contacts and that the candidate should know who he's talking with and should feel appreciated from the get-go is, is the basis for what we do. So when we look at how we built the tracks up, you see that for the seniors, it's much more focused on getting to know the company, getting to know the people who work at the company and to look at certain skills that that person has instead of doing tasks or doing any, any uh, what you would see normally see at, at bigger uh, consultancy companies. What we do for the trainees is that we do want to see a base level of certain knowledge. So we built in a case in a process. So our process is as following. We get in contact with candidates. We do a half hour, 45 minutes call just to see if there's a match. We would invite him for a first meeting. Uh, based on that meeting, we decide if we want to have a, have a case. And then after that, we would decide if we want to go ahead and, and, and hire the candidate. For the seniors, it's much more depending on the role and level of seniority in how we approach that process. I think personal contact definitely is key when it comes to recruitment. But I also think it's interesting for a digital marketing agency, or well, not agency, but a company, to say, well, automation is not really where we want to go in this respect. But do you see a role for automation within your recruitment? Definitely. We do, uh, um, especially when you look at the more administrative side of things, that is a lot of, this, a lot of that is, is automated. But that's much more automated for us internally. Mm. The experience for the client should be very personal and people should, be, should feel wanted and should enjoy the process and look forward to having another meeting. So that part should be personal. There are very small tweaks you can make to give people that feeling. So instead of using a complete template for, to, to email somebody, why not use a smaller piece in that email that you can use as a template, maybe how you describe the company, but add your own words to that. So give it a personal touch. That is already a... It helps you a lot in, in the amount of work you have to, you know, have to do every time. But at the same time, it still gives people the feeling that, oh, wow, this person is really reading my profile. So automation, definitely. You know, you have to keep your time down. You have to look at time management as well. But we mostly look to that for personal administration, how we connect with different tooling we use at, at our company. So the personal contact element of your recruitment process, how does that tie into the recruitment process in general? What personal contact points do you really value at Newcraft? Calling over emailing. That's one of the most important ones. We use, at least I use a lot of WhatsApp. I always check if I can WhatsApp yeah. people. I'll just, I'll just ask them like, hey, if it's okay if I can send you a text. And they're like, yeah, that's going to be fine. Then you have a quicker contact with the client. Mm -hmm. The way we communicate, I think we take time for the meetings we have. So if a meeting takes, normally you would want to have a meeting and take an hour. But if we need an hour and 30 minutes, we need an hour and 30 minutes. 
But I think mainly just talking to people and understanding that is, it's a big deal changing your job or changing company. And it's very easy to fall in the trap as a company to say, we just want more and more people. No, you have to understand what the other side is thinking. So you have to listen to their concerns and, and think and, and help them where you can. So I think often the biggest objection towards a personal approach, but also what's at the, the bottom of it, which I think is empathy for when somebody's changing a job and when someone's kind of taking that next step is that often recruiters don't have time because the volume of hiring so many people requires that you use templates, requires that you use responses that you've already generated a thousand times. What is your response to that, to that objection? I would disagree. I would think that it is mainly recruiters who don't want to do the dirty work. Mm. We've been growing every year over the last few years with 20%. And that's a big increase, especially when you look at our headcount. We've uh, made a calculation. I think on average, we have to approach 20 people to get one hire, which is a decent rate. But I truly believe that that rate is at that point because we have a personalized approach. So we live in a time and age where everything is more and more like chatbots and, 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 you know, like not talking to a real person. And I think automation should help a lot, especially when it comes to your own experience, but the client's experience should not be bothered by that. So part of being a recruiter is being that person who has empathy for the process that somebody's going through. So that means sending or typing 60 messages or 80 messages a week at least a part of it, we can write templates when you see when they are successful and you can check successfulness by using tooling. So that's where auto automation helps. But part of it should definitely just take in control and then do the dirty work. So what are your moments or the things that you're most proud of when it comes to providing a personalized experience? Personally, the stuff that really makes me happy is when people join us and said they never heard of Newcraft before I came in contact and were intrigued by the message or by the way I spoke to them because I said, well, I really felt wanted. I really felt that, I, that somebody was interested in me and didn't just send like a, a template in mail uh, through LinkedIn. So I think those moments are the moments that I'm, I see like okay, the way we work and the way we think about recruitment it's working, it's efficient. I can't name one specific, but it's, uh, it's happened a couple of times that people would tell me or would tell senior staff. And yeah, that's, that's, that's of course the best feeling you can get. So we've talked a lot about personalization. Is personalization always possible and feasible for everyone? Short answer is no. Newcraft has in the entire group 145 staff members at this point. So with our growth expectancy to reach 200 by next year, that gives me the opportunity of, be, of being personal. If you work at a larger multinational or enterprise, it's obviously not going not gonna to work that way because you need to have a much higher volume of hires. But at the same time, I think the goal should always be to make it a personalization, a personal roadmap for the candidates. So sending the same email to... 
20 staff members at the same company you're going after. Yeah, people are obviously going to talk and going to say, well, is he really interested in me? Like, are, do they really want me to join their company? Recruiters in general should think about that. They should think on how can I make sure that I really give the feeling to the candidate that we want them to join. And sometimes the company makes it easier. Like if you work for a really, like for maybe Rick T or Nike or any company that, is, that is people would gladly work for, well, thank yeah. you. <laughs> you have to have, uh, it's, it's going to be easier. But when I started, a lot of people didn't know Newcraft. You have to explain the story in Newcraft and that takes time. And you need to find that time by making contact. Mm -hmm. So short answer, no. Should it be the goal? Definitely. What would you advise to people who are looking to implement a bit more of personalization? Are there any quick wins that you can easily take off right away? Uh, yeah, I think one of the things, and I think I said it before, if you make a template, don't write the entire template. Keep space and room for a personal touch. If you're interested in multiple people who work for the same company, think about who is the best one of, the, of all of them and approach that person. And then if you don't get a response, wait a month before you approach the second one. A personal thing of mine is when you search through LinkedIn and you've been using LinkedIn Recruiter, I think a lot of recruiters have it. First, go for the people who, who put on their page that are interested in, in new opportunities. Uh, I think you get a lot more contact and then you can get to that personal contact. So it's also about how you schedule your own recruitment process. And do you see different mediums as having a role in, in personalization? Definitely. I think... Video calling could be a very good option. Using WhatsApp, using calling a lot, using LinkedIn, using email, using anything you want. The more ways you use to be in contact, as you would be with maybe your own friends, I think that's always the easiest way to approach it. And I think you mentioned some tools for automating your recruitment process. Are there any particular tools that you use in your onboarding process that are particularly useful? I'm not quite sure, actually. Uh, of course, we use the general tooling. Of course, uh, Gmail suite. Mm -hmm. um, we are using some tooling to check up on how we are doing, what our level of, uh, of success is um, by calculating MPS stores and, and such. Uh, Impraise, you were hoping. Yeah, I love Impraise. I think they're great. Yeah, we just recently started using it. It gives you a very, very good way of looking on your entire year or the steps you want to take and the development you want to go through. But it can also give you the feedback feature is also amazing. So Impress is one of the one of the tools we use to check up on our trainees and to see how they are evolving and developing throughout the year. It's nice. I really like that. Good. Do you check in with your candidates as well from an NPS perspective? No. That is something that that's something that we should I think that's a very good idea if it's something that we should check up on. Um, of course, people are always really focused on exit interviews when people leave to see what would the reason were for, for leaving. But I do it personally. So I ask people who join us like, hey, what did you like the process? So I asked through Impraise, I asked a few of our new candidates, of our new people, new staff members who joined. But it's something that we can improve on. Definitely. So I think the, the last uh, question that I have for you, 
in terms of this personalized approach that you have both to hiring, but also to onboarding your new new employees and trainees. Where have you seen Newcraft uh, benefit from this whole personalized experience from a holistic level? Well, I joined Newcraft in 2017. Before me, we didn't have this personal responsibility for corporate recruitment. So we were using a referral-based system. I think where you see the benefit for Newcraft as a whole is just by the amount of people that we've been able to hire over the last year and a half. I think it works two ways. So on the one hand, within our company, we've been able to communicate and to really find the candidates that we want. So what do candidates, what do we need? I think that's very important that the communication on the front end has already been done. And by going out and being very specific in the targeting and in, in the people you go after and approach them on a personal level and being efficient in that in that sense, I think that is the biggest benefit of, for Newcraft and for the for the independent labels within our company. Oh, thank you so much for joining us, Kai. Really appreciate it. And hopefully have you back soon. All right, thank you. Thanks again for joining us on the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And of course, if you did, feel free to share it on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you're most active. And if you'd like to be updated on when our next podcast is going to be released, you can sign up at blog.recruity.com slash podcast. See you in the next one.